Hello everybody, Dr. F. Scott Field here, and I'd like to introduce you to our newest sponsor. The NPTE Final Frontier is the review course that I wish was around when I took the board exam. For those of you who know my story, it took me a handful of times to pass that exam, and quite frankly, I really wish I had an, an, an exam review course around, uh, just like the NPTE Final Frontier. Uh, check out their website, NPTEFF.com. And use the code HET at checkout for 10% off to all of our listeners and fans. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Teach Me Something Tuesday episode of the Healthcare Education Transformation Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. F. Scott Field, and today's episode is going to be a little bit of a review on discussion and, and how we should be using that. But it's, it's going to be a twofold thing where we're going to talk a little bit about the barriers to successful discussion. and how to kind of consider those things, whether you're teaching as a professor or you're learning as a student. There's approximately four or five barriers that I want to talk about today. Uh, the first one is student habits of passivity, right? We've talked about in the past how it used to be like sage on a stage where the professor would be up at the podium talking about the, their lecture or their PowerPoint slides and just going through them slide after slide. It was death by a million PowerPoint slides, right? Because of that, uh, and even going back to high school, a lot, a lot of classes were, were that way, where it was like sage on a stage and the professor's up front professing. Well, that, that has kind of taught students to sit back and be passive in their learning. So we've got to shake that up a little bit. As, as professors, we need to not be that sage on a stage. We need to flip the script a little bit and have students come ready and prepared, well-read and ready to have discussions. And as students, you know, it's your responsibility to go above and beyond, right? To do the reading, to come prepared, to come with questions of your own. Uh, even if the professor doesn't pose some, you may have some, and it's good to ask those questions. So we've got to get people out of that role of passive learning, just sitting there and absorbing because that doesn't really help much. And uh, you just don't get much re retention that way. Uh, the next barrier when it comes to discussion is uh, the failure to see the value in discussion. If you haven't done much discussion before, or if you have and you just, you know, aren't really sure if it's going to work or not, that can that can lead to a, a sense of disbelief or distrust or mistrust in discussion as a learning tool. But you've got to kind of fight through that both as a professor and a student and trust in the process. And just keep it up and keep trying and keep trying and keep pushing, digging deeper until we finally get to, you know, where it is that we need to be as far as coming to a conclusion or an answer or, or no conclusion if there isn't one, right? The next barrier to having good discussion and using discussion as a learning tool is a, a fear of criticism or looking stupid. It's a little bit on the professor to create a safe space and a, a comfortable place to learn, right? One where you're not going to be ridiculed or um, picked on or criticized for having wrong answers, right? Or, you know, students have to have the, the bravery and the comfort to know that they can take chances. They can guess things. They can try their best and th think through what they think the answer is, knowing that even if they're wrong, it's not the end of the world. It's a safe place to learn and they can, you know, feel comfortable and safe sharing those things within the discussion, knowing that even if it's wrong, they gave it a shot, they tried, and now they can kind of come full circle and, and learn the other things, the other aspects of it that maybe they weren't seeing or they weren't thinking. 
another barrier that we see a lot of times with discussion is kind of pushing forward to an agreement point before we've even considered some of the ulterior aspects or differing points of view. A lot of times you have people that, that kind of think in a little bit of a echo chamber and they all agree. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sounds great. Yeah. I think we're right. I think we're on the right track and they just kind of move things along when in reality, yeah, it may be right, but there could also be some other considerations, you know, and that's where I think it's important that we, we look at all points of view and we, we take this thing apart from all different sides and, and attack it from different viewpoints. So as not to just get into that echo chamber and yes, everybody to death and move it on to the next question. Uh, really pick apart and explore every aspect and, and everything that's out there uh, before moving, moving the discussion forward. And then last but not least is, you know, feeling that the task is to find the answer that the instructor is looking for. One of those things where students are trying to appease the professor, or they're just saying what they think the professor wants to hear. Uh, you know, one, we as professors need to say, hey, look, this isn't about us and what we want to hear. It's about you and what your thought, thoughts are, are on this. Uh, so share openly, share freely, and let's see how it goes. And again, if we can do that, you know, it gives us the opportunity to kind of explore and evaluate other possibilities than just what maybe our biases as professors or student biases, because they think that's what the professor wants to hear. So consider these barriers, both as a, a professor and an instructor and as a student and ways that you can kind of stand up to these barriers and break them down. So hopefully that was helpful and we'll see you on the next one.